0: Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. <sighs> da-da, 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 da-da. You know, Benny, I'm just.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know that one.
0: I don't know, but it's February and we made it past Groundhog's Day and it's not Groundhog's Day again. No. So, uh, you know what? <laughs> We're doing it. We yeah. are.
1: We're loving yeah. it, too.
0: I know. We are. <laughs> anyway, I always have to give Benny just a little bit of, of bad time because I've been in that studio forever, like a year, and uh, I miss seeing you in person.
1: Well, yeah. I, we all do here, as well as all of our hosts and guests. You know, and it's a little different, but yeah. we're still doing our thing, phase two. We are. We're in it.
0: We're doing it, we're doing it. Yep. And that's what—that's all that matters. So I hope everybody out there is having a really good morning. Uh, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last 26, 27 years. Woohoo! Every time I say that, I get excited. Um, it's really, really wonderful when you something happens and you get catapulted into your higher destiny, as they say. And I always say I have the best job in the world. I really do. And the best boss. Whoa, you know, up there, not this one. <laughs> this one here's a taskmaster, but that one up there is very great. When it comes
1: to raises and stuff, is, is that conversation pretty easy with the boss?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, just
1: <laughs> just put it up
0: there. I'm having that conversation <laughs> currently. doesn't matter. I that. figured. Like, I figured. Yeah, yeah. You know, my, my clients are always like, Loretta, how do I make more money in less time? And I go, effortlessly.
1: effortlessly. Mm,
0: good one. That's how you do that. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, like I say, I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis. You can find out more about that at ReikiOasis.com. And uh, we do have a Reiki 2 class coming up, so do take a look at that. And every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can join me for a meditation. And it's just a reset. It's really a a fun thing. Um, I do transmissions, and so I've been working with whoever it is that wants to come through. We've been working a lot with the archangels. and the Ascended Masters. So you just never know who's going to show up. And uh, the best part is that if you can't come, right, just let me know. I'll send you a recording. And if you do come, you get a recording so you can listen to the meditations over and over. Also, I am a listener supported show. Always a big gratitude, gratefulness to my patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown show if you want to contribute to this show being on the air because we're on KKNW, right? And I get the amazing Betty Mathers as a result of it, right? Stop. And I'm always excited about Stop. that.
1: Ah, oh,
0: oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My Capricorn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, a uh, quick check in with astrology because I like to check into the uh, star weather report, as I call it. February 2021 is one of the most intense months of the year. And I know, I know, Betty's always like, Loretta, you always say that stuff like, here's another, here's another go around. Guess what's going on now, right? It's been busy. It's been busy. Major features of this month are the Aquarius stellium and Saturn square Uranus alignment, which we're actually going to have several of those, three of those this year. And it's kind of an overriding energy of sort of extremes, I would say, or unexpected changes. But from the end of January through February 2021, we have something called the Aquarius stellium. And a stellium is any time four or more planets line up in a zodiac sign. So we currently have lined up in the sign of Aquarius, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, the Sun, One, two, three, I think that's five. And then as of next, uh, February 10th through the 12th, which is the end of next week, the moon is going to join in and we're going to have a new moon in Aquarius. So that will be six planets. Oh, but wait, that's not all. There's always more exciting things and that we also have two asteroids, Tericlo and Pallas Athena. So this is quite a, a lineup in the, sign of Aquarius. And, and and as everybody knows, you know, I kind of feel like the age of Aquarius is just coming in. Like I'm here, right? Because it's an air sign. And what is air? Air is about mental activity. And Aquarius is, a, is an alchemical sign too. It's about transforming things. So when you see the water bearer as the symbol for Aquarius, um, it to me is like, pouring the water out, and what does air do to water? It transforms it. it, can turn it into vapor, it can turn it into ice, it can thaw, it can cleanse, right? So we're in a time of, of really being triggered into that Aquarian energy, um, and that's innovative, new thought, new ways of doing things, much more socially conscious, new technology. And Aquarius has the amazing ability to value the self As well as value the community and I I think we need to come up with some new ways of doing things if we're going to make it through this. So stelliums indicate a strong concentration of energy in one particular area of the sky or in one particular area of your life because the planets, their energies merge, and it's a very supercharged energy, and so for my sensitive people, and myself included, I'm really feeling it, right, it's like, whoa, what's going on, um, so just kind of keep breathing, you know, I'm always telling people to breathe, that's <laughs> my million dollar t-shirt or something, just, just exhale, it will be okay, right, and we will learn how to deal with it, and we'll, we'll focus it, This Aquarius stellium may also trigger the energies connected to the great conjunction which happened on the solstice. This is big stuff. So we may see a stronger push toward Aquarian themes and it also might shift our focus back to the global level. So something is going to capture our attention and be a strong point of focus right toward the end of next week and maybe even leading into it because the 11th to the 12th will be the the center point or the main focal point of this powerful stellium that by the way also happens to be the chinese new year yeah chinese new year new moon in aquarius stellium with aquarius something could happen and with uranus being up there because aquarius is ruled by uranus and it's doing its thing there may be a sudden or abrupt change, something is going to catch our attention. So I always look at that as positive. We're always looking for the bright side. And also we're here on this planet for a reason. Um, uh, We're gonna talk to our guest about that. Like, why are we here? What is this all about? So I'm really, really thrilled to have my guest uh, on my show this week. She is just amazing. And her name is Suzanne Ross. She's an author, a podcaster, an internet TV host, the president of Lighten Up Enterprises, the CEO of Awakening, a 501c3 nonprofit. She is author of the Up trilogy, Wake Up, Awakening Through Reflection, was released in 2015. We're going to discuss a second book in the trilogy, Rise Up. Awakening through revelation, 10 days on the ascension path. And at the age of 31, Suzanne experienced an intense awakening, which braided her with her higher self. Ever since, she has been dedicated to enhancing the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being of her clients, friends, and followers, and in her book, Wake Up, Rise Up, right? I'm going to show the cover of the book for those that are on YouTube. Sorry, sorry, radio people. I'll, I'll post pictures of it, Rise Up. But it's a multimedia experience enhanced by live interviews with authors. And I really want to kind of bring that out. So welcome to the show, Suzanne. It's just a pleasure, a delight, a blessing to have you on the show.
2: Loretta, it's such a blessing to be on your show, and thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored, and thank you, Benny, for facilitating this for us yeah, he's the <laughs> as greatest. he walked away. <laughs> I just love the energy so far, Loretta. You're so delightful and bringing forth such a joyful vibration. I love the humor and laughter. And also your astrology report was just so enlightening. I've recently become very fascinated by astrology and just am so enthralled by the way that these cosmic energies affect the individual and collective consciousness on the planet so thank you for sharing that too
0: you're welcome you know i'm such an energy girl i'm a vibrational girl right so i think one time my daughter said mom i think you can feel dust in the next person's house and i go yeah that could be true <laughs> let's not go there <laughs> but i i do know that like i say i always look at astrology as an energy forecast and always remembering that we are greater than the stars. We are stars, right? We're made of stars. And and to take a look at that helps, I think, empower us in some way, not, not throw us into a state of weakness. So thank you for that. Um, I would really like you to tell us a little bit about yourself because I'm sure that the, the majority of my listening audience may not know who you are. And I just feel like, like I, I can feel it. I want to just put you into center stage and let you radiate out because you have such amazing energy. Um, But what is this miracle that happened when you talk about braiding with your higher self? Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that event and how did that change your life?
2: Thank you so much for asking and also thank you for holding such a beautiful space for me to share. Yes, so back in 1995, I had found myself living on the East Coast, working in the corporate world and feeling very displaced and misplaced. I felt displaced where I was at on the East Coast, having been raised in the beaches of Southern California, but having been transferred to the East Coast for my job and my marriage, And the corporate world I found myself in was just brutal. The politics were so mean-spirited. We lived in a very busy place just outside of New York City, so I would have to fight brutal traffic to get to work, fight brutal politics when I got there, fight traffic again, come home, eat dinner, go to bed, wake up, and do it over and over and over and over again, my husband traveled a lot, so I found myself alone on a regular basis and uh, just you know separate from my friends and family on the west coast. And as I became more miserable, more anxious, more misaligned, many mental and physical symptoms started to show up. My hair was falling out in clumps. I had eczema all over my skin. I had respiratory issues, urinary tract issues, you name it. I was suffering (laughs) from it. And not only that, yeah, being rushed to the hospital for anxiety attacks. And I just came to a point where one day I walked out into the kitchen and I said, if there is no more meaning and purpose to life than this, I'm out of here. Like, this isn't what I signed up for. And just then the phone rang and I was literally saved by the bell as my parents were calling from the desert of Southern California, telling me they just bought a vacation home out there and they invited me to come and visit. And I said, that's exactly what I need as a break from it all. So I booked a ticket, hopped on a plane. My dad picked me up at the airport. And as we drove into the desert valley, I just had this overwhelming sense that I had come home. Mind you, it was winter on the East Coast. And this was like the desert was sky blue, sunny, palm trees swaying in the wind, right? (laughs) Yes, and so as we came into the desert and I just took in the beautiful sights and sounds of this glorious desert landscape, I started to engage with my family and we were having so much fun in the sun and hiking and biking and at night, we would go singing and dancing and I was experiencing the love and laughter and joy and excitement that had been missing from my life for so long as my vacation was coming to a close, I started to feel so anxious. And in fact, one morning I woke up and I just felt this overwhelming sense of impending doom. And I felt called to put on my shoes and run to the mountain range behind their house. I felt if I just kept running, that I could escape my fate. And as I ran, tears were streaming down my face and the sun was coming up behind the mountain. I literally ran to the top. I looked up into the sky, threw my arms up and said, I am miserable in the extreme and I see no way out. And in that moment, I felt like the air around me was embracing me in this loving hug. And I heard a voice resonate within me and all around me. And it said, can't you see you've come home? You will stay here and heal yourself and many others. And in that moment, I knew that was the absolute truth for me. I felt spontaneously healed in that moment. All of the anxiety and depression were replaced by excitement and enthusiasm over my new life in the desert as a healer. I ran down the mountain, and for the next two weeks, I felt like I was following the energy as this force was moving me to go to the five-star resort, apply for a job in health and wellness. I got hired on the spot without any qualifications in that field. They asked if I could start in two weeks. I said, yes. And as I was walking through the parking lot, I thought, whoa, what have I just done? Like I'm married and working on the East Coast and here I've just taken a job in the desert as a healer. And But I knew it was just so perfect for me and that I was right on track. And so in two weeks, I completely uh, transformed my life from a stressed out married corporate executive on the East Coast to a healer in the desert. And just like the voice said I would, I stayed there and healed myself and many others.
0: Wow. That is an amazing story. And, and, you know, I love what I call synchronicity, right? Which I I believe is is God and divine talking to us. But I, I feel like I just had this conversation with several of my clients yesterday, right? Where they're coming to me saying, Loretta, I am the I'm working for the corporate world and I'm dying. And what's the point? Right? Is this all there is? Is this what I have to look forward to? Right. So from that Yeah. Ex- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we get to this point, and I'm really hearing this, and I'm thinking about my own life, too, and many people I've talked to, where when we cannot do that, which we're doing, there is something that shifts us. There's a voice. There's a way to follow that. It's, a, it's kind of a question. You know, your your first book is called Wake Up, I think, right? Yeah wake up.
2: Yes. <laughs> Love that. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Wake Up actually is somewhat autobiographical, and it does start with this story because it was really the awakening of my higher self. And later we can talk about the hypnotic regression that I had that showed me exactly what happened on the mountaintop. But in my book, Wake Up, I wanted to start with that story because it is a Awakening Through Reflection, and it's an opportunity for the readers to reflect upon all the transformational experiences of their life, and in doing so, identifying the causes and effect when you identify the repeating causes and effects of the experiences that unfold throughout your life, the life lessons you came here to learn become perfectly clear. And so once those are revealed, you can make a conscious effort to learn them once and for all, to apply them to your life. And once you master those lessons, then you can consciously evolve by learning even more enlightened ones. And so the journey through my book, Wake Up Is a 10-Day Life Lessons Workshop And it's all about intentionally creating meaningful experiences that incorporate your life lessons so you can consciously evolve toward more enlightened ones.
0: Yeah, and I think that really helps us move forward on that path. You know, for some people, they're not going to have like this beautiful experience that you've had. And I've had kind of a similar one where we're catapulted from one thing into another. Many people might but some people might be more of a gradual thing. And, and so I wanted to put that out there that, that that's actually available to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's so much, like I feel the depth of what I just said, like we could talk about that for like 18 hours probably. Um, but I wanna ask you this because you, you in the beginning of, of, your new, of your newer book here, Rise Up, right? The one that I read in the introduction, you say something about the true purpose of our life on earth which I think you sort of cover in that first book. And 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 then you go on to t- to say that in this one, you're talking about the true nature and origin of our being. So before we go to that, I want to ask you, so what is the true purpose of our life on earth?
2: <laughs> to know thyself and to experience love.
0: Wow. That sounds <laughs> lovely. It's so hard to do. <laughs> Or maybe it's so easy, right? Yeah, I love it.
2: So I really take it one step further, <laughs> right? In might wake up, you know, it's about discovering the meaning and purpose of your life in this incarnation, why you chose this place and time, the lessons you came here to learn in this lifetime. And that gives your life meaning and purpose, especially when you align with your higher self and your true calling. And so in the book, Wake Up, I offer meditations and questionnaires that help you to know thyself on a deeper level. And I also offer movement and journaling and helping you to understand the spiritual essence of your life and balancing ego and spirit. But in the book, Rise Up, which is more metaphysical and spiritual, I dive much deeper into the purpose of our existence (laughs) and so that book helps to amplify the greater wholeness of who you are as a multi-dimensional being as an eternal soul and it really gets into you know why we are materialized in time and space realms as a reflection or projection of our eternal soul and so it goes much deeper
0: and and i was telling suzanne before we began the show you know i've i'm a i'm one of those deep esoteric like stay up at night and read dusty book girls right like (laughs) you know so i've read a lot of the things that you talk about in this book and um i've made some connections but this i'm just letting everybody know this to me is one of the most impressive um, uh, connections of all these sources that i've ever run across so i'm giving you this massive compliment and i really mean it Um, i highly recommend it Um, and before we even get too far into it i i've already decided to kind of take this on and work my way through it because the, the connections that I get just from reading the part of it that I did because I went all the way up to where uh, you you really go into the 10 days and then I kind of scanned through that because it's extensive and I wanted to give it my full attention. But it, th- there's also something in this book, which I do run across occasionally, but this book changes you just by reading it. There's a transmission in it. There's a raising of frequency that is contained within the information. So um, I want to make sure that I get that out there so that f- people get it from, you know, someone other than you saying it, right? So um, it's, it's a massive, uh, astonishing work. And I really thank you for it because I know you took hours and hours and hours to pull it all together. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Aw, thank you so yeah. much for that. You're going to make me cry right in the middle of our interview. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that our
0: hearts are in the right place right our hearts are the right place oh that just
2: means so much to me loretta and it makes every minute that i poured into it worth it just for that thank you thank you yeah. thank you we can
0: all all use some help right we can all use it now um before we take a break i i want to go go back and and spend just a two or two or three minutes or something you know before our break i want you to talk very quickly about that hypnotic regression that told what really happened when you had that miracle (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes. And so, you know, I thought for sure it was some kind of cosmic event, right? Because it was this flash of bright white light. And, you know, I felt as if God was speaking to me and through me. And I'm, sh- and because God is everything, of course, that is the case. But I met a gal named Lori McDonald, who's a very well known hypnotic regressionist. And she took me into a hypnotic state and revealed that what had happened on that mountaintop that day is that two beings from the inner earth surfaced and it was a man and a woman, blonde hair, blue eye uh, beings, beautifully radiant beings. And between them was a woman who looked just like me. And they said that this woman would like to walk into me and turn around and look out. And if I would give her permission. And I said, yes. And she walked into me, turned around, and looked out, and this was a merging of my higher dimensional self that made so much sense to me because I was spontaneously healed in an instant, aligned with my higher self and true calling, and became much more of a spiritualized being from that point forward.
0: Wow. Now, that makes me want to cry. I can feel the depth and the truth of what you just said. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. It's just, it's a marvelous, marvelous. So we're going to go ahead and take a little station break for the listeners on the radio. YouTubers, you get to stay with us. And um, once again, my guest today is Suzanne Ross. And we're talking about her new book, Rise Up. And it's Awakening Through Revelation, 10 Days on the Ascension Path. I have to look at the book because I can't read it backwards. And uh, so we're going to take a little station break and don't go away because when we get back, we're really going to get into her book and we're going to get into a lot of talk about Ascension and uh, 3d and 5d and parallel timelines and who knows what. So this is Loretta Brown. We'll be right back.
1: Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, Sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today.
0: You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose. To fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, No, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at NoDiabetesByHeart.org.
1: Alternative Talk Eleven Fifty here to uplift your day.
0: Woohoo! Rise up! Thank you, Benny. You are definitely the best of in the universe, known and unknown <laughs> to us. <laughs> nah. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, he always picks the best music. It's kind of one of. Can you just like make an app or something, Benny, and we could just—I
1: have my uh, my reasons, and and I'm not going to give out my secrets. Let's just say.
0: Okay, it. okay, no, 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 no. You got to have <laughs> my your trusty secrets.
1: little laptop over here.
0: Okay, <laughs> I got it. Anyway, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show with my guest Suzanne Ross, and we're just being silly this morning. We're having such a great time. Rise up, you know, rise up. It is time awakening through Revelation. Ten days on the Ascension path. And I want to ask you a couple of of things. Um, What what is ascension uh, rising up? What can people expect from this 10-day journey? And it might take longer than 10 days, but we'll just say 10 days, okay?
2: Yes. And people can go through it at their own pace. (laughs) But there are 10 distinct sessions or sections, I should say. Yes, and so um, I think ascension is a very loaded word. And so, not to overwhelm, I like to start just by saying that it's an elevation, an uplifting of the spirit. It's when one feels elevated. In the expression of themselves, when one feels uplifted into a higher expression or a higher experience of their life, when they start to see things from a spiritual perspective, and that's so very uplifting and inspiring and empowering, and so it's sort of an ascension of spirit, and so we can start with that uh, more simple definition, just experiencing an ascension of your spirit of yourself in um, this lifetime, right here and now.
0: So um, I want to ask this question, you know, a lot of people are talking about 3D, 4D, 5D, right? Like, like we're headed to 5D, you know, we're in a uh, you know when I, uh, you know we're in an evolution of consciousness, right? And I guess I'm going to ask, wh- what does that mean? How does that change our life? To um, go into five D, and, and does how does that change our life? And uh, do we leave three D? are we still aware of it? Are we more aware of five D? Because my concept is that it all exists here at the same time, right? But please talk about that for a moment. It's a little bit of a jumbly question, but I know that you're tuned in. You got it. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes. And it's so interesting that you should say an evolution of consciousness, because, of course, we are here on an evolutionary journey. And there is a process that involves the mind and the spirit and the body. When I started to hear these other voices, like I was just telling you in my first experience, this voice... Um, I was taking these long walks out in nature, and it really um, is in the first chapter of this book or the first day of this book, Well, I inspire others to just head out and take walks out in nature and connect into all the living things and beings. I was doing that one day when I heard this voice come from within me and resonate all around me, and it said, you are going to write a 30-day book on the evolution of consciousness. And I was at the time was a personal trainer and nutrition coach. And I was like, Yeah, okay, like I'm not an author. I'm a health coach, you know? And the voice was like, Oh, you'll figure it out. And so here we are. And I understood as time went on that it was meant to be three 10-day books and that it was about the evolution of consciousness, though, and that this process of ascension, if you will, requires an opening of the mind, uh, for starters, to reflect upon this lifetime as this 3D expression of yourself And it's like liberating your mind. It's balancing the karma from this and other lives in 3D timelines, right? Mm -hmm. It's about moving into your spirit and out of your ego. And so spirit had told me that this uh, had to start with the liberating of the mind. It's sort of Like dealing with the karma from, you know, this 3D experience uh, before you can move into the more deeply metaphysical spiritual ascension. And so that's why I started with the mind. And then here we are now with Rise Up, focusing on metaphysics and the spirit and ascension. And so I believe that, yes, it is a process. It is part of our evolutionary journey to evolve and not get stuck here in one dimension, that as we intentionally create more meaningful lives and consciously evolve on our journey that we naturally start to raise our love light frequency we start to vibrate at a higher frequency and scientifically we're supported in the knowing that there are parallel dimensions um, that there are multiple parallel realities and that we are multi-dimensional beings and that We can shift our perception into a higher dimensional experience by raising our love light frequency and starting to live from that higher dimensional perspective right here and now. And so by meditating, by being the very best person that we can possibly be every day, by dedicating ourselves to selflessly serving the light by being in unity consciousness, all of these things raise our vibration. And I think ultimately that's what it is, is these different dimensions are existing within a certain spectrum. And once we move beyond that spectrum of frequency or vibration, we shift out of it and into a higher dimension where our perception of reality vibrates at a higher frequency. Does that make sense? (laughs) That
0: absolutely makes sense. I'm following that. And I'm also being with this concept of, you know, you talk in your book about the one great self expressing 12 aspects of its personality as the 12 archetypes and the projection of these 12 aspects into 12 dimensions of time and space, that alone sounds bulky, but I I have a way of making things very practical, you know, like for simple folks like me, right? And um, I'm thinking to myself, um, years ago, I read some uh, material from the Toltecs and they talked about the assemblage point, right? And to me, that was sort of like a, a positional lens like, if my lens is here, my perception of the world is a certain way. If I shift it, then my perception of the world is a different way, even though it's the same world. And um, I think that's kind of what you're saying, that that we can look through the perceptions of 5D and see the world differently, right? It's a question that, you know, I'd love for you to expound upon, Yeah.
2: I do feel after doing much meditation, walking out in nature and connecting with the life force and also doing a lot of reading of ancient texts, sacred texts, reading channeled material that in truth. First, we are a drop in the infinite sea and the entire sea all at once. And so we are an integral part of the infinite consciousness. God, if you will, that is the expression of all that is love. (laughs) And that there became a point when this infinite sea awoke and in awakening it realized that it was consciousness and this one great self awoken and when it did, it reflected upon itself and created an image. And this image recognized itself in the reflection of the other. And in that moment, there was a great flash of light as the spirit became the Holy Spirit. And so you might think of this as then the divine trinity awakening in this infinite sea, and in doing so, recognizing this bliss of unity, this three-in-one and one-in-three consciousness. And soon this trinity of beings became inspired to know thyself in a different way through creating. They realized they couldn't create in infinity. And so they used this same process of reflection and created themselves as and a reflection the creative trinity piercing a hole in infinity and creating a realm called eternity because they needed a place that would have a beginning right a place that had a beginning but that expanded into eternity and so not to get too terribly metaphysical but you can then see that this is an upright triangle in the infinite sea that then reflected upon itself right? And so you have the first um, pattern of sacred geometry is the octahedron, right? And this point piercing a hole uh, in infinity and creating a portal to eternity where then the infinite consciousness can constantly flow into eternity and then expand outward. So we're always sourced by this infinite being, right? The one great self or the one infinite creator, And so this is the source of creation. And so they created this first universe. You might call it a central universe where all of these things and beings that they created are in their perfect divine blueprint and the creator expressing itself in these 12 archetypes, the original 12 archetypes. And you might say that the, trinity is expressed in each of the four directions right giving it this 12 archetypal expressions and so the creator creates these eternal children who are existing in this existential reality but then soon the eternal children get restless and want to know thyself in a different way and they come up with a mental construct called experience and they use that same process of projection and reflection to mentally project holograph excuse me holographic expressions of themselves into these time and space realms and theosophy teaches us that we mentally project 12 aspects of our personality into each of 12 different dimensions and as such have 144 soul extensions, 12 in each of 12 dimensions.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> I love how you put that together. Thank you. That's remarkable. I need to
2: drink a water after yes. all
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> that is um that was very easy to follow and and mind-boggling at the same time so so this 144 soul extensions um we're having experience in all of those
2: i believe that our eternal soul standing at the center of our creation Is projecting all of these simultaneously Mm -hmm. experiencing them as concurrent lifetimes enfolding all at once in the eternal now moment. And so that if we can tune into our eternal soul and see through the eyes of our eternal soul, we can witness all of these lives unfolding we can make a conscious intention to tune in to one two three or all with the power of our awareness as it awakens
0: wow um that just raised about 25 questions in my head right um so people come to me all the time, and they talk about things like manifestation, you know, intention. Um, recently, I had several people come to me wanting to know if I could help them quantum jump to a better timeline, right? <laughs> so how does that, or does it, play into those concepts of us as creators or co-creators, right? With our and and you mention in your book something about creator consciousness right? To help us direct or the future or our lives? Can you comment on that? And it might be a really big question. So, yeah.
2: I came up with this concept of creator consciousness to empower people to understand the fullness of who they are as an aspect of the one infinite creator That the one infinite creator is experiencing through us as us. And so we ourselves are creator beings. Just like the infinite creator created all that is, we are an aspect of that. And we are the infinite creator expressing here and now. And so... I like to empower people to know that they themselves are creating their reality every moment, that they are moving through it. I'm a big fan of the scientific explanations of all of this. I created a a television network called SciSpy merging science and spirituality because this genre came through me in a vision. It's the merging of science and spirituality to give us answers to all the greatest mysteries of creation. Science helps us understand that we are energetic beings. Vibrating at different frequencies to give us our color and density. And so I love this experiment called the Buckyball experiment that was done long ago by a physicist. The experiment showed us that electrons are simply waves until an intelligent observer looks at them. And then only then do they become particles or form. This taught me that our reality is wavy until we observe it, and only then does it become form. So it's as if as you're walking through your reality and observing it, only then does it become the forms that you see and experience. So what you expect to see, what you intend to see, is what you then perceive and observe. So it has everything to do with your consciousness. So this is really creator consciousness. So if I head out into my day and I think, oh, I'm gonna hit you know all this traffic and I'm gonna get to work and my boss is, You know, going to be a jerk, and you know I'm going to have all of these barriers. I'm going to hit every red light, and you know I'm going to have all these confrontations. I mean, that's exactly how my day is going to unfold. But if I head out with this Creator consciousness, knowing that miracles are going to unfold as I move through my day, and I'm going to get the opportunity to sit on the freeway with all of these children of God. (laughs) And when I get to work, I'm going to be able to see through the eyes of God and interact with people who themselves are God, that I'm going to experience a day full of magic and miracles unfolding.
0: I love what you said so much. That's just great. Yeah. When I'm stuck in traffic, I'm just here enjoying all of these other children of god you know we're all together here (laughs) there's such a love of yeah and there's such a love of all that is in the way that you speak of things which um i i think is just great i totally totally agree um i want you to touch briefly on the ages of the yugas and why is it important that we understand that
2: When I discovered the ages of the Yugas, and this is actually a book written by Joseph Selby, who I had the honor of then interviewing and his, our interview is featured on my show, Lighten Up TV on SciSpy TV. Um, It was like a huge light went off in my head as I began to understand that our solar system travels on this elliptical wheel. Our solar system moves on a 12,500-year ascending arc out of the Dark Ages and into Golden Ages of Enlightenment. Then it turns the corner on this wheel and it takes its 12,500-year journey on the descending arc back into the Dark Ages. And this is the 3D elliptical wheel. We as inhabitants of this earth travel on that wheel if we choose to incarnate on this earth plane. And so in the ancient Hindu tradition, they believe that Brahma flows through the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And that when we're traveling on the ascending arc, we're moving into closer proximity with a divine consciousness or Brahma. And that's why we move into this golden age of enlightenment as we become more attuned to the divine consciousness. Now, historically, we know this to be true. These golden ages of enlightenment, these temple-building advanced civilizations of Egypt and the Mayan temples, and then suddenly we find ourselves in the dark ages with Attila the Hun and all of this bloodletting and lopping off of heads and burning libraries. And then we can barely build a shack in an outhouse when once we were these great temple building cultures. Right. And so historically we know this to be true. And so now here we are on the ascending arc and we should only be 2020 years into our 12,500 year cycle However, I became attuned to a book I call The Purple Book. This book is called The Bilgi Kitabi and was channeled by a gal who was channeling the solar hierarchies, these brotherhoods of light, and bringing through this very advanced knowledge and wisdom, telling us that the solar hierarchies made a decision in the year 1900 to catapult us, on this accelerated evolution program so that one year would equal a thousand years so that we could move into the golden age of enlightenment. And this has everything to do with what they observed unfolding on planet earth with the Illuminati and the new world order.
0: Mm -hmm. They wanted to give
2: us an opportunity to uh, create a new earth and get off this 3D wheel.
0: I, I just had to say thank you so much for that. Um I'm not aware of that book, but I was aware through my own guides that we had been catapulted. And I've had people question me on that, going, Loretta, we're not where you say we are. And I go, No, we are. We we totally are. So thank you so much for that. Um You're welcome. Yeah. So I, I wanna ask this. We've we've got like four minutes left in the show, so we got to, unfortunately, not cover everything, right? Um, You bring out, I just want to mention this briefly in your book, you talk a lot about, you know, the raw material, the law of one, I'm very familiar with that stuff, and the Urantia book, right? And I just want to point out to people, we don't really have time to discuss it, that you bring a lot of that channeled information through in your book, along with science, so you're combining these things, and I, I just highly, love that, right? One question I want to ask you, and then we'll close the show. Um, Now we're down to three minutes, so I'm just keeping you on the clock. Why is it that some people are not ascending with this? Why are some people descending?
2: They're just not finished learning the lessons that this 3D reality of duality has to offer. They need to go on another round of eons in the third dimensional reality in order to master the lessons that they came here to learn.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. I quite often have people come to me and they go, Loretta, I'm, the people around me don't seem to be going in my direction. And I always try to encourage people to continue to serve with love, continue to be in the light, do do what you came to do, and, and, and just keep going in that direction because we never know about a soul. We don't know what their journey is. Right. So where can uh, people find you and your book? And do you have anything coming up? We need to know about.
2: Thank you for asking. Yes. <laughs> you can find the full color version of my book on my website, Suzanne Ross as well as all the downloadable audio meditations that go with it. I also offer sessions from past life regressions to multidimensional soul reunions to divine purpose reveal on my website. You can also go to SciSpy.tv, S-C-I-S-P-I dot where we have now nine channels and over 50 shows. But if you tune into the Perspectives talk show channel, you can click on Lighten Up TV and see all the interviews that I did with the authors I referenced throughout the book. I also offer tours and spiritual journeys here in Sedona, as well as retreats. I have an upcoming Spring Equinox Sedona Ascension Retreat, March 19th through the 22nd. You can find that information on SciSpy.tv by clicking on the Sedona Ascension Retreats or just go to SedonaAscensionRetreats.com. Thank you so very much, Loretta. Maybe I can come on your show another time and we can continue this conversation. There's so much more to talk about.
0: That would be lovely. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Of course, this is Loretta Brown. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com or at 1150 KKNW. And my shows are all archived and downloaded for free on lots of podcasts. Um, Rise up. Let's have a wonderful week and uh watch out for the aquarius stellium Woo-hoo! we are rising up and it's taking <laughs> us there thank you so much love to everybody bye now